Hey guys, so I sent a memo on what my next topic should be on the in-between podcast and I got different replies, but I'll be sticking to Udoka's suggestion or request in this case. Hi and welcome to the in-between podcast with Nebaka Jr. You know the drill, this is your go-to podcast for everything, books, music, entertainment, lifestyle and everything in between and that's why it's called the in-between podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the in-between podcast and I'm your host Nebaka Jr. So, like I said, I sent out a memo on what I should be discussing on the in-between podcast and I got different replies. I got, I also got a very long episode saying I should do me. Thank you very much, Ogi. But I'll be sticking to what Doka asked for. He said I should discuss on the ASU strike and I should do a review on Blood Sister. Now, I'm not going to discuss the actual strike per se i'm just going to give you guys an update of what is happening on the strike or in relation to the strike and then i will review the movie it has been long i reviewed anything right guys the last time i reviewed a movie was a korean series in fact all my previous reviews have been on korean series and none on any nigerian movie or hollywood movies so let's see how this goes So Udoka asked for a discussion on the ASU strike, but like I said, I will just be giving an update of what is happening. It's still like a discussion, but more like an update. Because not a lot has happened on the ASU strike. So the last time I spoke to you guys about the ASU strike, I said that we are still on strike. The strike officially came to an end on Monday. Because they were on a warning strike, so it came to an end on Monday. It was really dependent on how the federal government handled their issue. And the federal government did not handle it well. The federal government had stopped having meetings with them a very long time ago. And when they noticed that the strike was coming to an end, a memo was released from the federal government stating that they were having meetings with that they were having meetings with ASU. And they were working on, you know, bringing this strike to an end. But I don't think they were doing anything. I think they just released a memo because they knew that the strike would be coming to an end and ASU will carry out their threat of extending the strike and turning it into a permanent something. So they just released a memo saying that they have been working on it. Meanwhile, they have not been doing anything. Sometime this week, um, the union released a memo that the strike has been extended by three more months so yes students are not going back to school we are going to stay at home until the month of august or until the federal government or until the federal government meets with their demands and we know that that is not going to happen right because um aviation the aviation sector was on strike in less than 48 hours they were settled but um ASU has been on strike for months now and nobody is doing anything. So it shows the priority of our government, right? So, 
On ASU issue also, we have um, students, we have students protesting at different um, parts of the country. But my favorite protesters, I think, are the students from the West because they actually point to the real issue. Federal government should settle ASU because, like I said, a worker deserves their wage. But we know how it is in Nigeria, right? So that is that on ASU update. So there's nothing new. We are still going to be at home. It has just been extended to the month of August. I was not expecting them to call off the strike. I doubt they will call off the strike. Although they had a meeting sometime this week, but it's usual. It's their usual way, right? ASU extends the strike. They have a brief meeting at the beginning point of the strike, and then it dies off because let's be sincere with ourselves news in nigeria do not last like trending news it stays for like a week or more and then and then the world moves on to something new and that is how it's going to be okay guys so on to the next part of today's episode and this is the most interesting part for me i will be reviewing the nigerian series blood sisters this is also based on the request given by Udoka. But firstly, if you're the kind of person that do not like spoilers, then please, I advise you to stop listening right now because I do not know how to review series, books, or anything without giving spoilers. I will spoil this series for you, so please stop listening now. Go and do something else. Thank you. If not, then let's get into it. Okay, so when I got this request last week, saturday i had to get the series right like i had to get the series to watch it and i had to keep a clear mind because even though i had not watched the series before this time i had like read series of reviews online facebook it was everywhere on facebook on ig on twitter everybody has something to say about blood sisters so apart from the whole hype People were dropping their own opinions, so I had to make sure that their opinions did not end up becoming my opinion. You grab, right? Okay, so the series started with um, two young girls, two young ladies, burying a dead body. And for me, that is the greatest opening. Any series, any movie can have. It grabs the attention of the audience and it makes us want to know who are these girls, what are they doing, who is that person that they are burying, right? And... That was what happened. If you have been following my podcast for a very long time, you'll know that I have a certain love for series that begin with somebody dying, somebody being buried, and criminal activities as a whole. So, it was later, in the course of watching the series, um, it was later revealed that these girls were two best friends. I know when you heard the series, the name Blood Sisters, you were expecting that they will be blood sisters, but spoilers well alert, they were not sisters. They were in fact best friends. They had been friends for a very long time since they were age five. And they consider themselves sisters. So that is that. They were not blood sisters, but they have been friends. So it's about these two friends that have had each other's back through thick and thin. Now, one of the girls called Sarah, the other was called called Kemi. Sarah was getting married and Kemi was her maid of honor. Now, Sarah was getting married to this guy, Femi, who is from a very rich household. 
his mother, Udwak, called Udwak in the series, but was played by Kate Henshaw, has this like huge amount of money. They come from this, he comes from this wealthy family that the mother has built up. She firmly believes she built the wealth of the family. And although she was not given due recognition when her husband was alive, she got it now that he was dead. And she has this thing of class. You can't intermingle with the lower class, which was why she never liked Sarah from the beginning. But Femi did like Sarah for some strange reason. It was also revealed that he was abusive. So I liked this part of the series. So it made us realize that this uh, issue of abuse, it's common everywhere, both in the rich and the poor. And I like the fact that when Sarah brought up the issue that she was being abused to her mother, her mother made the most typical African parent statement. Just one slap, you want to end the marriage. You know, the mother went on to explain to her that in marriages, there are so many things you witness, so many ups and downs, and you can't leave it just because of one slap. That is the most Nigerian parents thing to do. Yes, I said it. And so the mother convinced her not to leave the marriage, not to end or stop the would-be marriage. And then there was also the issue that the parents, we are low-key gold diggers, and we are encouraging their child to get into this marriage because of the financial gain. They did not have the money that these parents had. They needed the status of this parents' family to move up and Femi, which was, who was um, Sarah's fiance, had promised to give a loan to Sarah's father. So there was that on the line. Now, Femi was a very abusive guy. He was a detective. He stated he decided what she could wear and what not to wear. Because at the beginning part of the series, we see um, on Sarah's wedding engagement party, we see F um, Femi asking her to change the gown she was putting on because it was not what he had asked her. He preferred the other one. She preferred the one she was currently putting on. And then he goes on to hit her. So he was abusive. He was controlling. When um, Sarah brought up the issue to her friend, her friend told her to end the marriage because they had an agreement that if he ever raised his hand on her again, Sarah would call it quits. So, on the day of the wedding, Sarah asked for Femi to come to her room and she told him she cannot do this. He at first tried begging her, but when that did not work, his anger got the best of him and he tried, no, no, try is the wrong word to use. He actually hit her and he was strangling her and her friend uh, came, came into the room and she helped her. But in the whole issue, a gun fell from his pocket and Femi, um, Kemi used it to shoot him. So there it is. That is the blood relationship, right? It was called blood sisters. Exactly, right? So they had to hide the body because apparently they could not tell people what had happened. I could not explain that this was due to an abuse because this was a wealthy family, the issue could die. So they did the 
stupid thing to do, I guess. They did what they thought was right. They tried to hide the body, but they had to cut off the head first. That was a very bloody scene to watch. So it's brought out, this series brought out bad parenting, in my opinion, right? It exposed the fact that um, Sarah's parents, they are willing to put their child into the, um, an abusive relationship just for the financial gain. That is the security they will get from it. While um, Femi, Femi's mother, was a terrible mother. She did not train her children very well because Femi's bad deed was known to her. She knew he was abusive. She knew what he had done to all his girlfriends, the one he stabbed her eyes, the one he beat. He, she knew everything and she hid it. So it brought to light bad parenting. And it's made us realize that bad parenting is not something for the rich alone, right? Because we always hear brats. And when we think, hear the word brats, we assume that these are children from rich home, but it can also be done by a poor parent. And it's not just spoiling the child with financial things that spoil the child. Sometimes, some parents push their children to do something that the child does not want to do just because of what they will gain from it. And that was what happened with Sarah's parents. Okay, so another thing I liked about the series was the constant job at the Nigerian police system. Like the first um, scene where the Nigerian police was introduced, we saw a police station with the O missing. If that is not all the thing we need to know about the Nigerian police, I don't know what it is. And the issue of, towards the end of the series, there was the issue that the... Mother, when Femi's body was found by local dogs, I did not know our local dogs had such talent. Seriously. But when the body was found, and it was now assumed that it was the bride, because after investigation, it was discovered that it was the bride and her friend that was the last person to see him, so they became the prime suspect. The mother was all about arresting them. The mother was all about arresting them. She did not care why it happened, what happened, the events leading to it, which is very normal because when something happens to our loved one, we want to seek justice. And sometimes we do not care about the other facts about the issue. But in this case, in relation to the Nigerian police, it became very bad because this um, family's family were a very rich, rich family. They were very wealthy, so they were able to bribe the Nigeria police, you know, to make them work better. So they gave them the money, they gave them money and they shared it among themselves and they kept pushing. Now, even when a detective, um, Detective Chicago said he wanted to investigate, like he said, there had to be something, there had to be a link, there had to be something. He was trying to bring up various things to explain the actions. They didn't want to hear, the Nigerian police did not want to hear all they knew is that these girls had to be arrested. So, that is it. That showed you the ugliness of the Nigerian police. I mean, I knew they were going to be bad. The fact that the O was missing in the spelling of the word police. Also, um, I think it's something that a lot of us has to give credence to. The episode 3, we are... 
we had that bathroom fight scene. And I know a lot of persons online were like, oh, it's not in unity, it's not in you in African uh, movies. True and not true at the same time because we know that most of these movies will not show you skin, at least not the way they did it in this um, series. They will probably show you a shoulder, a leg, or something, and then they will move on. But the bathroom scene, there was actual fights. We saw Bum Bum. So it's something that Nigerian movies are, you know, going into. And it is very realistic because it shows, it's just like hostel. People who live in hostel can attest to this. At least secondary school hostel. I don't think host, um, students in university fight like that in their hostel. I don't think so. But um, in secondary school, this is something that could happen. And I think in a place like that, where um, um, Femi's sister was kept, it was to be expected. Because she was kept in this Christian rehab. So it was to be expected. It was something that was realistic, and I will give it up to them. But... Okay, before I start saying, but I just also want to point out the fact that um, I just want to point out the issue of the good doctor, which is something that is very realistic. I don't care what anybody say. It's very realistic because sometimes you might be stranded and people will offer you lift. It's something I try, in fact, try. I don't enter free ride. I don't care. But it's something that could happen. Somebody will come up and they'll be nice. And then they'll be like, oh, you, let me take you to where you're going, that kind of thing. And before you know, you've entered what we call one chance. And that was what happened to Sarah and um, Kemi. They entered one chance. And this supposedly good doctor that helped them turned out to be an organ harvester. Like he was taking organs from people and he was selling it in the black market which was very, very realistic, in my opinion. And then there was this issue of uh, voicemail. People online were like, ah, Nigerians do not do voicemail. It's a lie. We do voicemail. Please, we do voicemail. The issue is that it is expensive for some persons because I remember I once set it up in my phone and a lot of people who called me did not listen to the fact that said, this is Mebaka. I am unable to um, pick up my corner. You can drop a message. So once the team, like, they heard the and the, once they heard the sound, they started talking, and they didn't know I had not picked up the call. And for some persons, they were like, I am wasting their airtime. That why should they drop a message? That they would prefer they just call me back. That I should stop it. So I had to cancel that thing. So voicemail is real, and I think a lot of persons do use it okay not a lot but certain pencils do use it and i heard in lagos it's a team so we can't fault them for that so i'm just going to assume that the rich actually make use of it because yeah to an extent is not realistic to the nigerian setting but considering that i have also i've also like um tried using it once so i want to believe that other persons have not just tried but other persons have sticked to using it have stuck to using these things so that is that. Now, on to what I did not like about the movie. Now, Udwak that I said was played by Kate Henshaw. 
I didn't really... Okay, I got her role, but I, I felt like it was not perfectly executed. I felt like her acting was overrated because everybody was just talking about her acting, her acting. Oh, she did well. I just, I felt like she just, she didn't give it justice because coming from somebody who has watched a lot of um, series about the rich, especially Korean series like High Class, Penthouse, I have seen how the rich behave, how snobby they can be. So I think she is the localized version of it. She didn't she didn't really meet up to that standard of being a bitch. You understand? I got the whole fact that she was meant to frown throughout the episode. Like, come on. She didn't even smile well for Femi. And Femi was her favorite son. Like, there's a way you act to prove to everybody that, oh, Femi is my favorite son. I understand the fact that she didn't smile for his sister or the other brother. <laughs> I understand that part. But come on. Come on, Femi is your boy. You did not um, smile for him. The only part I saw a real emotion show on her face was when it was announced that he was dead. And she cried like a Nigerian mother. Mm -hmm. But apart from that, I felt like she could have done more. The frowning was great, but she could have done more than just frowning her face. Was... It's just my opinion. And I felt like her acting wasn't up to it. She's a good actress. I really love her acting but in this one i felt like she did not do what she was supposed to then there was this issue of um ramsinoam i don't even know his character's name that is how bad it is is he uncle something i've forgotten sure but i did not know his character's name and he too just like udrak we are frowning their face throughout the episode i don't know what was he was he just a bodyguard was he a like her son, Don Bodyguard, was he... I didn't really understand it. And I felt like he could have acted... I understand that he was a bodyguard, but come on, I've watched other bodyguard movies. He could have done more. Or I I think the best way to put it is that I felt like his character was limited. He was not allowed to do what he could have done. So... So that is that. Then, in terms of the police department, yeah, they they really acted in Nigerian police perfectly. I think the only person that made us have some kind of hope was the detective Chicago, who was a detective in America before coming back to Nigeria, according to the series. And he came back because he missed home and he wanted to, you know, serve his country, that kind of thing. So, I don't know. I think... Detectives, Nigerian police should try to, you know, emulate his actions and try to do something similar. But I, I think every other person, you know, the police taking bribe did what we expected Nigerian police to do. So that is that. And on an overall scale, having watched the movie explain everything, I think they tried. Okay, I don't think it was like... The hype was too much. I think it was what they hyped. The Nigerians did something. And any person who will say otherwise, I though it's their opinion, I think they're mistaken. They should watch it with a clear conscience. Because I know that sometimes we find it hard to appreciate Nigerian movies when it appears similar to foreign movies. Because I know 
I have watched other Nigerian movies and when they start acting and it's appearing so similar to foreign movies, I start laughing. I'll be like, ah, this one's want to come and imitate to Ibo in my television or something. But the truth is that they are trying, especially in this movie, Blood Sisters. They tried and that is that. So I will rate the movie an 8 over 10. I think the only reason why they are missing the remaining two points is... um. Attention's acting and um, Ramsinua. Like, I didn't understand what was happening. And the fact that they use Inkita, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just not rating our dogs. It, the, our local dog was one who found Femi's body. Ah, please. I don't know. I just cannot believe that line. I cannot believe that line. As in, as in, okay, fine. I know that we cannot expect a foreign breed dog to come and be digging ground in the bush or something to bring out body, but still, at the same time, I will even I will believe it more if they said kids were playing there and then they came across it because it was a shallow grave. Like kids were playing, digging, building houses or something, and then they came across it. I will understand it, but I cannot wrap my mind around the fact that our local dogs found them. I love dogs, including local dogs, but still, I cannot wrap my mind around that. So, like I said, I will give them a solid 8 over 10. They tried. That is my opinion. Thank you for listening so far. If you listen to the end, I really appreciate it. And I look forward to hearing from you. You can send me a message on LinkedIn at Nebaka January or on Facebook at Nebaka January. You can also send me a message on twitter at mebaka january or on ig at mebaka underscore january or you can simply leave me a message right here on anchor or drop your comment on any other listening platform you're hearing this from i love listening to your audio messages and i would really like to hear your opinion in the comment section now this episode was done half half yes i think that is an Nigerian way of saying it I started on Saturday but finished on Sunday because I had a wedding to attend. So I want to say a big congratulations to my cousin Tony Anga and to his new wife Suala. And I wish their home the very best. I pray that God will bless them and help the union to last. Also, like I said, I started this episode yesterday and completed it today i said saturday saturday completed sunday so the asu point added to this um, episode was based on my information as of saturday but on sunday i have i just discovered or i heard on radio that um asu and federal government are having a meeting and they are about to finalize their meeting and they said hopefully by next week so we are looking at upper week for the calling off of their strike, but I don't know. I don't have that much fit in the system. But if that happens, I'll let you guys know. Thank you.